Welcome to the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, where it's all about nature, science, you. If you've checked out Purica.com, then you've almost certainly checked out the fitness block with Melissa Blair, fitness coach and registered holistic nutritionist and certainly big friend of Purica's. Uh, She's been engaged with Purica for a number of years now. And today on this edition of the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, we talk about her latest block, the nutrition block at Purica.com and, of course, on the social channels of Fitlicious and Purica. Hey, Melissa, you've got Fitlicious going on. Purica's got Fiberlicious. There's certainly a lot of licious going on. (laughs) This is true. It was meant to be. (laughs) It's totally meant to be. (laughs) Hey, I know that Fiberlicious, and we'll get into this, is one of your favorite go-to Purica uh, products, but Fitlicious, which is what you brand your your practice as, uh, uh, where did you come up with that, and 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 what's the significance of Fitlicious? So Fitlicious is is a combination of fitness and delicious, which is nutrition. So it's everything deliciously fit. And I think when you're approaching both your fitness journey and your eating healthy or your nutritional journey, you got to make it fun. And I actually just invented the word fitlicious over 10 years ago. And I was like, that's got a ring to it. And you kind of write everything down as you're going into the the trademark realm of like, what do I want to venture out with? And everything just deliciously fit was so adaptable for my approach to fitness, my approach to food, it's got to be fun. And so everything deliciously fit is what Fitlicious is all about. What made you go down this path and how long has it been that you've been doing your Fitlicious thing or any of the predecessor roles that just have made you such a a performance fitness person, a performance nutrition person uh, over the course of the, the last 10, 10, 15 years? Well, I've been in the fitness industry professionally for 20 years actually crazy to say I transitioned out of uh, fashion PR and marketing and advertising in uh, in 2000 so it's 2020 now so yeah it's been 20 years and I think that you know it chose me I've always been as a as youth and as a child I was always athletic um, played you know national level volleyball I played basketball competitively and kind of every sport there was because I was 511 so I was that kid that was just willing to hit the field or the court. And then when I chose to study fashion, um, it's when I decided, you know, do I go to university with volleyball or do I just venture out into Toronto world of fashion? And that's what I chose. So I, I then, after working overseas in Asia for several years, I just felt it was time to, to come back and start a new path. And I knew that it would be within the fitness world because I missed it. My body missed it. I was, I kind of cloned the phase of like, I was skinny fat. So yes, I was a size six, but I had no energy. I just didn't feel myself. There was no vitality. And so I, you know, hit the gym again and got, got back into, got back into shape. And in that journey was, um, intrigued to start teaching some boot camp classes and then that led into teaching some one-on-one classes like going back to school getting my education in in fitness training and then actually going to culinary school to get the nutritional part and then years later going to get my holistic registered nutritionist so that 
the sport nutrition blended beautifully with the holistic nutrition approach. And that's where Purica came in as well throughout that time. And uh, yeah, it's an amalgamation of life, I think. (laughs) Well, going back to 1999, which actually is the first year of Purica, by the way, uh, and into 2000, a lot of people were stressed out, worried about Y2K and all this kind of stuff. Fast forward 20 years, and obviously there's stress, you know, being in the middle of of, of COVID-19. But, you know, it, it seems that you've always been able to sort of identify when is the right time to do something. And do you remember being conscious of like, okay, new millennium, new century, new decade, uh, new direction, or did it just happen organically? I wake up each day with that same philosophy of it's a new day. And I think that that is such, uh, is, is an effective way for me personally to take advantage of what opportunities are put before me today. And we can, we can use sort of like a new year or a new week or, you know, something in a longer frame to almost wait for everything to be perfect to try something. And so most definitely when you go into like a new decade or, you know, New Year's resolutioners, it's a new year, I'm going to start in the new year or for weekend warriors, it's I'm going to start on Monday But if we all just kind of woke up each day and go, thank God, like this is a new day. What's at my doorstep today and go for that? We're talking to Melissa Blair of Fitlicious. She's a registered holistic nutritionist, fitness coach, and big friend of Purica. And we've got a lot of cool stuff coming your way in this episode of the Triskelion to Purica podcast, including her go-to suggestions for the kinds of formulations and natural foods, whole foods that'll help you rock the planet. Hey, just before we leave the the timeline uh, discussion, I mean, you know, I I so admire the way you make everything happen in your schedule. Uh, we talked about the uh, the fitness block series uh, at purica.com we talk now about your nutrition block it really seems that for your clients for purica for everyone you talk to you are about making the most of an opportunity making the most of any sort of time invested and being pretty time efficient absolutely i think we have to i think we live in a in a very fast-paced world where we're sort of want immediate results and again, every minute can actually count. And so if we say, oh, I need an hour to work out. Well, what if you broke that hour into four 15-minute blocks so that you could still spend time with your family or you could do a little bit before work and a little bit of after work so that it's less stressful? It shouldn't be something that's daunting. It should be something that's enjoyable. So I find that if you just break that seal, then oh, look, it's five minutes into the workout. Oh, look, it's 15 minutes into the workout. Oh, look, I'm finished my workout. So it's just to make it approachable and not so intimidating. Going going back to, you know, when you were trying to get your head back on in terms of following the the fitness path, uh, the fitness uh, calling, uh, you mentioned the volleyball background and, and obviously you were competitive. Uh, Gabrielle Reese was obviously one of the first majorly Nike sponsored uh, volleyball player. She became, you know, quite an icon. Uh, was she at all a, a, a role model for you? And if not, who were some of the ones that sort of uh, in, inspired you to sort of follow into the performance uh, uh, lifestyle, the fitness lifestyle? Okay. I didn't send you that information prior to this conversation. Gabrielle Reese was like, like poster on my wall. <laughs> she was most definitely, um, 
a role model and mentor to me uh, growing up and still is. Like, she has adapted and pivoted and lives health and and vitality to this day, and I think that's so awesome. Um, but so many people, I think we run into so many people throughout the day that can be a mentor. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that some of my biggest fitness mentors were actual fitness professionals. Most definitely there were some amazing coaches that I've worked with. Um, But I believe that the way we do anything is the way we do everything. So you can have a corporate athlete CEO teach you fundamental work ethic that you can apply in the gym or in the kitchen. So I think just be open to people's wisdom and experience and apply it to the challenge or the task or the goal that you're striving towards. Listen, on Gabrielle Reese, I can't let it go. I am going to have to send you, <laughs> I'm going to have to send you this little uh, basketball card that back in the day when I was vice president of the old Vancouver Grizzlies of the NBA, uh, we were, you know, wanting to make a bit of a statement that, you know, basketball attire was also fashion attire, but, you know, do it in, in as athletic a way as possible. And, and although there was interest from Tyra Banks and, and her people and Naomi Campbell and, and her people to sort of model the launch of the Grizzlies uniform back in 1995, if you can believe it, uh, about five, about five years. Yeah. About four or five years before the launch of Purica and four or five years before, you know, your last 20 years of becoming one of the leading professionals in the space in this country. But, you know, it it was interesting. We decided Greg von Schottenstein and, 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 and myself, um, uh, we, we basically zeroed in on Gabrielle Reese. She was available. She did it. She flew into Vancouver. Uh, she was actually at the time dating Dean Kane, Superman of, of, of Lois oh, and yeah. Clark. And so yep. he, he came along, uh, he came along for the ride. So I'm gonna have to send you some of that stuff, but boy, oh boy, she was so poised, so confident and she probably has had more of a lasting uh, uh, impact on on young up and coming fitness uh, uh, and, and sports uh, 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 women and girls than a lot of others combined. Absolutely, that's awesome. <laughs> We're talking to our own Gabrielle Reese, <laughs> Melissa Blair <laughs> of Fitlicious, and of course she's uh, talking about her nutrition block. Hey, just just before we dive into some of the products that and, and some of the formulations that you consider to be just sort of essential services, that, so to speak, to a, an active living uh, person, uh, what's your big sort of philosophic statement in terms of the approach that someone should take if someone is already doing an active lifestyle or if someone is sort of maybe too much on the couch wanting to get into an active lifestyle what is the um sort of the mantra that you bring to the table there's so many um to simplify it eat real food and it's not what you eat it's what you absorb so it's really important to have a functioning, healthy digestive system, and to optimize your recovery. We will build on that just around the corner here in the second half of the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. We're talking Melissa Blair on a nutrition block and how can you can use it to kickstart the last quarter of 2020 and get yourself set up for 2021. You're in the natural health zone with the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. We're with Melissa Blair, registered holistic nutritionist, 
fitness coach and big friend of Purica promoting the nutrition block. Uh, you did the fitness block. It got rave reviews. And again, you do it in a way that's so accessible to so many people, whether they're high performance personality or just sort of a, a weekend warrior, active living personality. Uh, what what was the, the architecture of the nutrition block? What did you sort of say, okay, I'm going to do this now and I'm going to make sure that this is included and, and here's why. The key thing with nutrition is nutrition and fitness go hand in hand. And as we, you know, if you're talking about weight management, and that doesn't necessarily mean losing weight, it can be gaining weight, it can be changing muscle composition, whatever your physical goal is. Nutrition is like, 85% of the equation. So we just felt like it would be negligent of me to not include a nutrition block when we had, you know, such amazing response from the fitness blocks. It's so important to know, okay, you've worked out really hard. Um, how are you refueling your body? And that's where the nutrition block came in. So with the same philosophy of keeping it simple, keeping it time effective, and just getting like a nugget of wisdom that's going to give you the best return on investment. So we broke it down into, you know, smoothies, meals in a mug, so convenient. It uses the, um, we use some Purica protein powder and why, you know, that vegan powder is one of my favorites. And it goes into the whole added digestive enzymes, the amazing, you know, antioxidant effects of the chaga mushroom. So it goes into the the whole world of what you absorb. So it's so much more bioavailable by having those added components, but no added fillers. So bringing it back to like a whole food, um, what you should combine macronutriently. So understanding the three basics, protein, carbohydrates, and fats. And pre-workout, what should you combine versus post-workout in really simple ways so that you can remember it. So, so let's 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 sort of go there. I mean, in terms of pre-workout and post-workout, obviously some foods work on both sides of that equation, but others are really much better as a pre a, a pre-fuel. Others much better as sort of a recovery uh, a, a post-workout. Can you break that down for us? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone is individual, so this is not like a carte blanche. This is going to work for every individual, but generally speaking. You don't want your blood sugars to drop in the middle of your workout or a middle of a run or when you're being active. And oftentimes people will have just too much sugar, not enough protein, fat, or fiber before their workout, or they'll try to do it on empty. And then what happens is your blood sugars will spike and then they'll drop, but you're only halfway through your workout, which is where you kind of hit that wall. So if you, if you shift that and you keep your protein as your base because your muscle needs that and you combine it with like a lower impact carb, so I call it like a non-impact carb that's higher in fiber, lower in sugar. So think vegetables, spinach. I love using like frozen spinach or frozen avocado, which is a healthy fat but also really rich in fiber. So fat or fiber is what's going to sustain your blood sugar levels throughout your workout. And then post-workout, that's when you actually do want a spike in your blood sugars a little bit. So you would, you would take your protein, so you have protein powder with a nice liquid base, whether you're using water. I love using like different herbal iced teas um, for just a flavor burst. And then you want 
maybe a little bit of fruit to spike your blood sugars, but you don't want to confuse that by putting too much fat in. So pre-workout, you want protein and a fat with some fiber, and then post-workout, that's pre-workout. Post-workout is when you would want a protein with an impact carb to get a little bit of a spike to that blood sugar and deliver that protein to the muscles that just work so hard. Uh, I'm sure Jason Watkin, co-founder of Purica, chief formulator of Purica, would, would remind us that the, you know, the ancients back in the day had smoothies of some form or another, but whoever popularized a smoothie in, in this century, boy, uh, what a great proposition. Something that's super yummy and good for you. Uh, it, it certainly has had an impact on the fitness and the nutrition industry here in Canada in such a big way, hasn't it? Absolutely. I, I just love meals in a mug. You're on the go. Um, it's not stress as stressful as like eating, uh, you know, something that you have to take out knife, fork, because then you're not going to chew it properly. Then your body's not going to absorb the nutrients in it. So that liquid format is definitely very convenient, very efficient. But the key thing is, is that it can also be very dangerous if you are going with a low quality product that's really high in sugar. So if you buy something from like a smoothie bar and you don't know what's in it, it's kind of like getting a soda can instead of a glass of water. So you really want to know what's going into it. So in the same way of making your food at home, that's what's so great about, you know, constructing your smoothie and understanding what you're putting into it. And that must be one of the reasons why Purica Power Vegan Protein is sort of at the top of your list. I mean, no sugar added, low carbs. Uh, you can use it without really throwing that weight regimen off. Absolutely. And you can, there, it's really, um, it's, it's my favorite if I'm making protein bars or protein balls. It's, it just really blends beautifully with like coconut manna or coconut oil or nut butters. It's it's super delicious. Uh, what are some of the other super delicious, fitlicious, fiberlicious, you know, concoctions <laughs> that uh, you've got sort of top of the charts? Um, this could take a while, but you know, <laughs> pairing into the the fiberlicious, that's just a great, nice. It's very fine in texture, so most people don't have enough fiber in the day, um, and they don't even know it. And they think, oh yeah, you know, I eat spinach. Well, how much spinach do you eat? if you think you're getting enough fiber in your day. So the Fiberlicious powder is, it's very easy on the digestive tract. And so you could add like a teaspoon into your smoothie. It doesn't change the taste or texture. So it's seamless. So it's a great, it's a great way of even in like kids um, meals to boost the fiber uh, in their meal without them really noticing or in oatmeal or, you know, your power bowls. I use it in a protein pancake recipe. So just like if you're using like a rolled oat, you could add, you know, nine grams of fiber just by putting in a scoop of the Fiberlicious. So it's really adaptable, which I love without changing taste or texture. I also really love using the Zensation blends. And I'll use those also in like protein ball recipes. So if you wanted to um, support your immune system, you could use the Universal Harmony, which, you know, it's got a nice cacao flavor to it and it's no added sugars. So it's, it's not taking the caloric count up and you're getting the benefits of all those medicinal mushrooms. So those are really fun. Um, 
yeah, there's so many. <laughs> uh, well, let, let's close out here. Uh, in in terms of fruits and veggies that you want to be part of your smoothies, that you want to be part of your, your nutritional plan, uh, what are the Melissa Blair uh, top three, uh, let's say the Triskillian on, on, you know, top three veggies, top three fruits that you really want to have a part of your, part of your diet? Wow. It really, again... Not to put you on the vegetables, spot. I'm totally on the spot, but I'll take it. Vegetables before fruit is what I would say first. We eat too much fruit, not taking account for mm. how much sugar is in that fruit. So it's not that fruit is bad, but when you don't take account for the amount of sugar in it, then it can spill over into too much sugar. So go vegetable first and then accent with your fruits. So I love using... I like a really thick smoothie. So I love using like frozen spinach as a thickener, as my greens. I love using frozen avocado, also fiber, healthy fat, and it makes it nice and thick. Um, And I also like frozen cucumber. So you can peel a cucumber and cut it into like ice cube blocks. And it's that the saying of like, cool as a cucumber, it's actually legit. It's very cooling and calming. And the flavor, again, is very neutral. So it's just a nice boost of nutrients without really changing the flavor too much. As far as fruits go, if you're choosing banana, I wouldn't use a banana in its full form. I always take a nice ripe banana, peel it, again, chop it up into bite size so that when you're adding it to your smoothie, you have more control over the portion size. So you don't necessarily need a full banana. It might work out to like a quarter cup banana. So you've just saved 11 grams of sugar, right? So without losing the flavor and texture. So I really like frozen berries for the antioxidant effect. So blueberries and cherries would probably be my top. Well, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll try to ease off on the bananas because, you know, my, my, my slogan is that you've got to be crazy some of the time. If you're not, you wind up going bananas. And I've got bananas <laughs> here, bananas there. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely try to scale back a little bit because I hear what you're saying about the sugar. Even if it's natural sugar, uh, you don't want to overload that. And that's the single biggest takeaway. I love what you're saying about veggies before fruits. Uh, I, I love all this, Melissa, as always. Uh, I feel pretty inspired and pumped up to uh, take that much better care of myself just to make sure that me getting back into my workout regimen is as uh, you know positive as possible. Can't wait for the next opportunity for us to uh, uh, to compare notes, and I'll make sure to send you the Gabriel uh, Reese card. Uh, I'll try and send it to you digitally uh, so that you can uh, uh, you know uh, remember what she meant to you back in the day. Thanks so much. All the best. That's Melissa Blair, registered holistic nutritionist, fitness coach, and a big part of Purica's commitment, not just to the best in natural foods, whole foods, and natural supplements, but positive lifestyle solutions. If you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, go to Purica.com. There's the Fitness Block series. It is absolutely must-watch to uh, pack a lot of, uh, of, of good exercise and safe exercise into a short amount of time. And now you've got the Nutrition Block. Uh, you can also uh, check out Melissa Blair and all of her other offerings at Fitlicious, fitlicious.com. You've been listening to The Triskillian, the Purica Podcast. 
follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Purica Wellness and sign up for our e-newsletter at purica.com.